Nightlife Travel. Well, you might have been to the Big Apple, but why don't you go a little further beyond New York up to the New England region of the United States? It's the home of clam chowder and lobster restaurants and stunning beaches and well worth a visit. Travel writer Craig Tansley's um, visited the region and joins us on Nightlife Tonight. Craig, welcome welcome back to the program. Thanks, Phil. Good to, good to be back. What piqued your interest about New England? Well, I've never, I've never been out that eastern side of, of the US. I spent a lot of time in Chicago because my wife's from there. But New England, it just struck me as being a completely different part of America, just with its, you know, it's an incredible history. It's, it goes back so much further than the rest of the Western USA. And, and then everyone always is talking about, you know, if you go in the fall, if you go in that autumn time of the year, the leaves change colour and it's incredibly beautiful. So I thought that was a good time to to go and check out New England for the first time. Mm. Just locate this for us. This is north of New York, isn't it? I mean, centred in and around Boston, I suppose, is it? That's right. That's right. So it's it's everything sort of, yeah, just north of uh, Connecticut and north of New York. So uh, with Boston as, as the easiest place to sort of access it from for us Australians. Mm. Um, tell, us, tell us a bit about Boston. It's... Um, Fantastic city, Boston, of course, with a great history dating all the way back to uh, to the to the Revolution. Uh, that is the American, well, sorry, the American War of Independence, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And it's it's so much smaller than I thought. I'm used to big, you know. I, I spent a lot of time in Chicago, and it's a big, big city. I mean, you know, like including all the suburbs of Chicago, you're talking about eighteen or sixteen million people. But Boston is tiny. It's just this compact little place. So it's. It's very kind of uh, easy to access and it's it's a bit like Sydney and that it's got this big beautiful harbour that you can get around on a boat on and it's a it's one of the cultural capitals of the US actually with a lot of museums. I went to the theatre one night and saw the Tina musical, Tina Turner musical and it's all about sports and all about the food's incredible and and they say in Boston that that any resident is never more than something like five minutes walk to a park. Yeah, no, I can believe that. It's uh, it's it's t- so tied up with uh, the history of America. In fact, there's a wonderful trail, I don't know whether you did it, uh, that's marked in bricks along the ground when you walk around Boston, which takes you all to all the historical sites as well uh, oh, yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and well worth doing. There's also great places to visit nearby. You went to Salem. Tell us about Salem. Yeah, well, Salem's a sort of, you know, it gets a lot of... Uh, people know it from the the witch trials, the famous witch trials in 1692, when they, they actually over 200 people got accused of being witches, and then they 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 executed 19 of them. They didn't burn them at the stake, though. Everyone seems to think they burnt them at the stake. They they hung them, which hanged them, which still isn't much probably isn't much fun. But um, it's it's a beautiful place. I mean, a lot of people are going just for that aspect of it the witch museum you can go and see what happened in 1692 and how how it all happened but it's just a beautiful little town it's you can catch a ferry there from boston in 40 minutes and it's got all the beautiful period architecture and museums and all cafes and restaurants along the waterfront it's um yeah it's just a stunning little town there's pikes everywhere and and uh yeah there's some pretty crazy people there too like all the people that are attracted by uh, to the Witch Museum and, and uh, Hocus Pocus, that movie with Bette Midler was filmed there. So you get a lot of Hocus Pocus fans as well, which I, I've got to confess I've never seen the movie, but apparently it was it was good. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. I mean, a lot of the sort of uh, many, you know, the critical events in the American Revolution, of course, happened in and around Boston. The uh, the famous Boston Tea Party, of course, the harbour. Yeah. You can go there where they tipped all the uh, cartons of tea into into the harbour, uh, protesting against taxation. And uh, you can walk out. There's a wonderful monument I seem to remember, I remember and, uh, which commemorates the Battle of Bunker Hill when uh, the British Army arrived and thought, well, we'll bowl over these Bostonian militia very quick, smart. We might just sit down and have breakfast first. But uh, <laughs> it, it didn't quite work out that way. So if you <laughs> want to know about the American Revolution, Boston is a tremendous place to start. You, you, well, it's pretty interesting too because then it traces back to this, the start of Australia as a, as a British colony because, you know, as a result of that, so, you know, how Australia sort of more came about as well. Mm, yeah, exactly. So you, after looking at Boston, of course, home of Harvard for, for uh, also, you then headed to Cape Cod. Now tell us about that. Oh, Cape Cod, I mean, that's – in terms of favourite things in that area, that's that's that was my out-and-out favourite. The, the best thing about it, I mean, you've got a few choices there because from Boston, it's quite handy to have a car. So, you know, you can you can drive to Cape Cod in a couple of hours, but you can also catch the ferry like I did to, uh, to Cape Cod from Boston in 90 minutes and you just catch the ferry across and you, you end up in this beautiful little town called Provincetown or P-Town mm-hmm. for um, the locals. And it's just... It's just nothing like what you'd expect. You know, you sort of think of certain things with Cape Cod, but P-Town is just this amazing place where all of society's uh, fringe dwellers have always have always hung out. It's the headquarters for the gay and lesbian community in the whole, pretty much the whole of the US, but certainly in the eastern US. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just always been this, this um, interesting little town where people go to, to get away from the rest of America. It's, mm. it's an incredible place. Yeah, it feels like uh, that's right. It feels like uh, a summer holiday when you're out out on on Cape Cod, doesn't it? There are the beaches are great, and of course, yep. it's the place where you should eat lobster. <laughs> and there's a famous restaurant called the Lobster Pot, which was said to be Anthony Bourdain's favourite Cape Cod yep, lobster, yep. lobster restaurant. Did you manage to get there? We we did, and it was incredible. Yeah, Anthony Bourdain filmed a, a part of his show there. And it was yeah, he said it was his favourite place. He actually worked along there when he was a, a in his twenties in that area of of um, Provincetown, and he he started his chefing career along there. But the lobster pot's incredible. You sit up on the top deck and you you know you watch all the fishing boats and the seals seals in the harbour right below you, and and the lobster's just incredible. I mean, every single I yeah, that's all I ate when I was on Cape Cod was a lobster. I've I probably got. I'm surprised I didn't get gout from all the lobster rolls. <laughs> it was incredible. It's straight out of the pot too. So, mm. and this, you know, the lobster pot definitely that came straight out of the lobster pot. That's for sure. It was incredible seafood. Cape Cod's famous for old money, of course, and uh, well, the, the Kennedy family, of course, uh, have a, a, a compound there or did. I don't know whether they still do. Uh, JFK had a summer home out in the Cape. It's uh, it's been the site of much of the drama in and around the Kennedy family, hasn't it? The Kennedy compounds on yep. a beach further down south from uh, from Provincetown, a place called Hyannisport. Did you go there? We did, we did, and there is still a Kennedy living in there. I'll uh, pleased to pleased to uh, report from the field that 
It's uh, Ethel Kennedy, and she's the uh, the widow of Robert, who's still alive. She's about ninety four, I think, and she's still there. Mm-hmm. But it's it's this huge. There's three houses on the one side, and it looks down across the whole of the water, and oh, it's just amazing. And yeah, just the money down there is just incredible. I mean, every house that you see is worth minimum $5 million and maximum you're probably talking $150 million for some of the places down there. It's it's old money, but it's it's still just got this beautiful, beautiful vibe. We we drove all over the place and it's just a, yeah, it's a really interesting sort of area. But, I mean, it's certainly, if you've got money, it's a good place to go and hang out. The uh, the golf clubs there and things like that, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of privileged, uh, privileged parts of America in in uh in that part of um that part of Cape Cod, mm. it's not it, look it's not all money. Cape Cod's not all money, is it? <laughs> well, it is if you want to live there, but but if you just want to hang there, uh, there's lots of other little things to see and do, aren't there? There is, there is. I mean, that's just a tiny part of it, and mm. and um yeah, I mean, just I was I was just blown away by the scenery down there. It's just, I mean, the beaches down there are just they have to be some of the the prettiest beaches I've ever seen anywhere in the US. And that's including parts of California. Um, and, yeah, you can just sort of um, yeah, just go through these beautiful little towns and and uh, it's some of the oldest towns in the whole of the USA are, are on Cape Cod. Yeah. So you, these funny little towns, there's a place called Sandwich, which was first developed, I think, in the 16 or 1700s and it's, you know, four or 500 years old and just these beautiful little places but also like great little cafes everywhere and, even like little candy stores where you can go and watch people, there's a place called Candy Corner where you can go and watch people make candy and, and just every every little town on the Cape is just very um mm. very sort of simple little town. And very, you can also very... and you can also eat more lobster. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a, definitely. Uh, but it is that's right. It's, it's very tied up with American history and this the founding of America because the road of course leads you to I forget which town it's in, but there's a you can actually go to well, ostensibly, <laughs> the place where the the Mayflower, carrying America's first pilgrims, uh, landed in the U.S. in yeah. the 1600s. <laughs> There's even a rock there that they say, well, it can't be, <laughs> but but anyway, there's a there's well, a you- there's a there's a point, isn't it, where you can actually sit there and look at the place where the Mayflower Mayflower is said to have there dis- is, there discharged is, its pilgrims. There's a bit of um, conjecture and a bit of conflict between the, ca- the Cape, Cape Cod, mm. and the people of New Plymouth, who insist that it was there that they, the people first uh, set foot in the, in the right. U.S. But but it was it was on Cape Cod. But the problem was they were farming type people, and they were looking for uh, habitable land to, to farm, and they weren't really into the fishing side of it. This is what I was told by a Cape Cod person. And um, so, because you know, Cape Cod's all sandy soil and and it's all about fishing and, and everything. So the, the Mayflower pilgrims kept on kept on their merry way and then they went across to the to New Plymouth, which is not too far below Boston. Hmm. But they yeah, definitely, definitely touched on Cape Cod and spent about two weeks on Cape Cod before they went there, apparently. Hmm. Yeah. Good beaches too. Um as you say, you're right to say hire a car. I think that's the best way to to get to yeah. do it, and, and September, October is not a bad time to go. Did you go to? There's other things worth seeing in the New England region. Did you? I mean, apart from Cape Cod, Boston, of course. Did you go to Newport? Yeah, I did, and that's 
Yes, certainly. If you if you have a car, it's a you know it's just. I think so you, you kind of have around. to. You kind of have to have a car in a way. Yeah, well, you do because I mean you can get to Cape Cod on a train, but that only runs runs in the summer on the weekends, and you can you you know obviously you can get um tour companies and and transfers and things, but you, yeah, it's just a bit of a hassle. You're better off getting a car, and then it's only it's only about an hour to Newport. So I I went to Newport straight after the after Cape Cod. And it, um, yeah, it, it was about an hour, hour and a half drive away. Yeah. Tell us about Newport. Oh, Newport's a, it's an amazing place. I mean, I, I sort of just knew about it from giving away my age here, but like I was only a kid, but, you know, the America's Cup, when we won the America's Cup all those years ago. But um, it's it's kind of reminds me, it's set up a little like Sydney. It's just this beautiful, beautiful harbour city, you know, set on this stunning waterfront and the, the properties by the ocean are out of just just absolutely stunning. You can get around everywhere by ferry and by all sorts of boats, and it's it's got a lot of history as well. And some of, it's got some of the most stunning mansions and stunning properties in the whole of the US. So you think there's money in Cape Cod and you think there's money in the Hamptons, but whew, there's really money in Newport, that's for sure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Exactly right. Um, I imagine, well, the seafood's good everywhere, isn't it? Um, and some of the richest families in America, in and around, yep. um, in and around Newport. Uh, That's right. Then you, you, what, you take the drive back to Boston, fly, out, fly back out of Boston, I guess, do you? Yeah, yeah, I did. But just while I was thinking of, of Newport is what's so great about those homes along the waterfront is that you can actually get in and see how the people live. So... If anyone watches that program, The Gilded Age, which I think is on Netflix or uh, Binge or one of those programs, it's um, it sort of traces back to that period of American history when families like the Vanderbilts and uh, those type of characters all had their $100 million mansions and you can actually get in and see those mansions. So it's you can do a walk along the foreshore and get right inside their places and pay to go and see these like stunning mansions. So it's, it's really worth, really worth getting in there. But, but yeah, I, I then drove back to Boston and, and that was sort of use Boston as my central sort of um, coming and going point. Hmm. Yeah. But a week, um, you can easily spend a week in and around the whole of New England and not see it all, but it's, uh, it's uh, definitely worth it. All right, Craig, thanks, yep. thanks for being our guide. Thanks very much. You've been listening to a Nightlife podcast. For more great conversations about the issues that impact you, as well as features on travel and food, head to the Nightlife webpage. You'll find it at abc.net.au slash nightlife. You don't need to be a night owl to enjoy the nightlife.